0: Happy little Thursday, my five Red warriors. I am so happy to have you here. And yesterday I was training forearms in the FD8 community and I was going through some technique about resistance band and how you can use uh, the band attached on a rack in order to train your core without having the pressure from the plane. And um, then I was in talking a little bit more about fatigue and how hard it is to train and keep on training hard and how you can be scared of the fear of not having energy the fear of fears of uh well for me cold and we all have those fears and what are we going to do with them we just have to chew through it and find something that fixes or takes away the fear and that is where I just hold on to my love for what I do, because love wins everything. And if you can believe in your own love for what you want, then you have the courage to keep on going. Because here's the thing. The hunger and the massive appetite is most tough when you start relearning. It's going to take time to relearn something that you have been you know, conditioned into. So that is your behavior your thoughts your perception your mindset now goals i mean everything just adds up like a big clash so it's easy to get overwhelmed and that's why i say hey think about it like a lifestyle which it is that you're just going to learn a little bit little and you can consider me as your kind of gateway drug to the fitness addiction but i'm the friend who brings the fun and that you follow along so just think about it if you're back to you're a teenage and you found me, and I'm your friend, and I'm into fitness. You don't think that that's going to be in your favor? That's the function I serve now. I am that fit friend who is not doing what the rest is doing. I don't have my other life except for my love for my work. I don't have my. I gotta focus on my family. I gotta focus on my, my, you know, my parties and my social events because I'm not into that. I just want to commit to my work and that's what I do. So let's just think about the hunger and the appetite so you understand that there's nothing to worry about at all except for the opposite. (laughs) That you're with me means that you're gonna be able to eat and that is what I'm so happy for because I know that I would never be interested in signing up for what I'm never going to know if I can be satisfied again. And the satisfaction is something you learn because it's going to be a compromise and a sacrifice but how much do you want to live in the moment versus forget everything that you want that lasts longer versus you just want to have, you know, everything in the future, nothing today. So you've got to work on that, how to be happy right now in the moment while you're also happy working to continue being happy. For me, it's easy to just think, I know how I want to feel. So knowing that I have to protect, I have to really make sure that I do all I can to have most likely the way I love to feel. So then, of course, the way I feel is based on what I do and what I think and what I choose. So I choose what makes me happy. I don't choose what I want to have in my mouth right now. Because I know I can just tell myself, so Pauline, after you've had that one, what are you going to do then? And then I don't have any answer because, of course, I know I would want to have it again. And if I do that, then it's going to have a conflict with my other, uh, my, what I want to be. Because I'm not going to have the body. I'm not going to feel like I have the body because it's just not what I can have. And that's just my choice. If I kept on having that I can't have this, I feel left left out the first time, the first two, three years when I was competing, no, what I say, the first two years, and then up to contest prep in my beginner, beginning career, I, I really felt I was missing out. I was left out. I felt like I have no life quality. This sucks. Like, why do I have to have that when everyone else can eat all this? And, and that was my young, forgot that that was what I wanted to do. Nobody was forcing me. I could just choose to be junkie or like regular mainstream people, but I would also not have or do or be what I am. So I got over that. But that was adaptation. So you have that tendency too. You have to allow that. But, you know, who do you think you are? What do you think you should be so wise and understand your colors? When I didn't. Then you also have to remember that the refeeds are the whole thing that you are going to kind of live for because they, they really change everything. They make you feel like, you know, after you've been on a get really lean and shredded and you feel extra crazy and they can't think straight and everyone thinks you're weird and you haven't handled yourself yet. So you're kind of a child. And then when you... Learn more about the Pobo and you try it to see what happens when you get that big eating. What happens? And you can notice you're going to be like purring like a little cat. It wasn't that big of a problem. It wasn't big danger. Now you have eaten. Now imagine when you realize, oh man, if I don't see through this, I'm going to believe that I have to have this. That it's just going to be this one last time. It is. is. You're to really believe it because that is how crazy annoying it is. And that's why a lot of clients get mad at me because they forget. Knowing and understanding is one thing, doing another, and I know that. But clients can get really mad at thinking that I don't know that you know what to do, but you just don't know it. Is that different? And I tell you, I tell you that why don't I do my sleep hygiene the way I'm supposed to do that I know works. That is a concept that works for me, that I go to bed, I have my night light lamp, I have a book. Or a magazine, and I read, and then I get sleepy, and I fall asleep. But do you think I do it? No, not really. I tried yesterday too, but nah. I have so much rebellion in me, and what am I gonna do? I'm not. I'm not gonna be frustrated because I don't get anything out of me when I'm frustrated. I just have to keep on showing up and keep on and be smiling because if I keep on analyzing and debating and talking about it, then that becomes for me performance performance pressure, and then I get in trouble with that. Yes, I'm a delicate little flower. Then, if you understand the pobo, you're going to be with no problem. But there's a resistance against pobo because very few people realize until they get enough of understanding you can't master your hunger. And you don't know the difference between hunger and appetite. So it's like completely just everything is just Thinking about food, wanting to eat, and you're like, you're like a bomb, a ticking bomb. And there's part of you that does not want to wait and manage. You can prevent damage from happening because you want the damage. You want the self-destruction because you enjoy the moment of doing it. And you're ready to take the consequence because most of us are not really aware. We are not really, we are denying what we know is going to happen. But we kind of want to just take another chance. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And then we can play all the games too, you know, that we can, I, how many times do you think I just chose not to see calories, you know, like here is the nuts, I'm just gonna take them. I'm not gonna add them to my book. I'm not gonna register them. I'm just gonna pretend that that was not what I know. And then I'm gonna say, I don't know what, why I'm not losing fat. Been there, done that, I know, crazy. Like who are you trying to lie for? And who are you? Is there someone who's trying to actually cheat goals? Yeah. Complicated human minds, right? But when you learn and understand that you gotta do POBO every day, and that is the the program of fighter diet, it's the whole thing that makes me able to love fitness life. That I'm not yo-yo dieting, that I'm not getting fatter because I can only hold on to my discipline for so long, and then I'm like everyone else, has to have a release because otherwise I'm succumbing under the pressure of my own self-chosen mastery, right? (laughs) And uh, and then when you learn to just stuff yourself to your way, the right way, you just realize the whole thing was the hunger. It's not the appetite. The appetite is so easy to manage, because appetite usually means you're just fattening up anyway. The appetite is when you know you are not getting leaner. So when you feel the difference between hunger and you know how you can satisfy hunger because it's so easy. Like hunger is like this friend. Who can just accept anything it gets and it will be happy because it just wants to be satisfied, just wants to be fulfilled. So that's why I say that you might not be interested in right now thinking about the big, extra large broccoli, rice, with chicken, and you know, but you're gonna look at that like it's the biggest cheesecake and it has no calories and never gonna harm you, it's just gonna make you lean, strong, and fit. That's how you're gonna feel. That's why I say to Decipher between: Are you really trying to get lean, or do you just want to eat? Do this. If you're thinking that, can I offer you more broccoli, steamed bread, vegetables? If you feel yes, that is, you get leaner. But if you now, I don't mind, I don't need that. But you kind of sit there with thoughts about cookies. That's appetite, you, or distraction. You're not bored. You forgot that cookies is not the way to lean body. So you can ask yourself these questions to kind of see your true, where where are you at? Like, What are you actually trying to accomplish? Or are you just trying to play the game, like I say? And then I am always showing the ways that, for instance, nobody has ever eaten junk food more than one serving, right? Because that's what everyone tries to make me think. But everyone gets fat from what they never ate, yes. And here I am. Do you know how many times in my early career that I had like five pints of Ben and Jerry's as a cheat day, and that was just part of it. And I was never, uh, what do you say? Um, throw. I never was a throw upper. I was just really good at eating a lot without nausea. So I could eat those, you know, like five thousand calories in four, you know, four pints, just like that, and then enjoy it without any feeling I had enough can you imagine that's me and I could only tolerate that when I wasn't as lean because there's a an effect on the lean body that when you have fitness life you just can't handle that kind of junk anymore it's too too tough it's too rough it's like your body's like no so naturally it tends to be that it has too much uh, impact on your body in a negative way so you are you're not turned on by going at it and then More and more, you notice that hunger is what you need to manage. You don't need this kind of craving, greedy food. And you might just want it once in a while. And then, here you go. You have a routine. Because in fitness life, you have to know there's going to be indulgences. There's going to be time with eating more and less, just like the seasons. Depending on what you want the most, you can adjust a little bit. It's no different than if you're going to go on a camping. Most people plan on what they're going to eat for their camping food. So they bring typically granola bars. And I must say, the only reason I would like to go on a camping or hiking when I was all my life, before I got my senses, was if there's food around. I was, I mean, the whole thing, the camping, it's about the granola. It's about the snacks. And it's the same thing with friends that, if you notice, that your friends who you love so much and... They say they love you, but they only want to hang out with you if there's junk food and alcohol, because if you don't want to do that, because hey, you wanna be healthier, you know that that extra tire around your waist isn't healthy. So your friends then want to say, well, you, you know, you she'd love yourself, have a cookie, because if you don't want to participate in that, nah, then now you're not, no, you're not that popular anymore, because now you're kind of offending. Remember, if you don't want to do what other people do, you are. Uh, Judging? Yeah. It's like you're not, you're not allowed to have your own opinion. You're not allowed to, <laughs> hey, this is what I like to do. Oh, you can't say that red is your favorite color because then you judge people who don't have that. Just laughing at the, how people can kind of debate about things that doesn't matter. It's like, do you want people to be happy? Great. Are you going to have a problem with happiness? Like, no? Good. So now think about that now that if I didn't if I didn't manage myself, I would have those bouts of 5,000 calories in just ice cream without feeling nauseated. You know, that would be that would be like almost two pounds of fat gain there. And here is the story I want to tell you. So you can really start playing the game by reality, not getting fooled all the time by yourself. So one time, for instance, I was so lean. And then I couldn't feel the motivation anymore. I had had my shoots and... Now I was diet, depression, blues, have nothing to live for. It's so boring. My body, take it for granted. It looks great, but uh, you like that, right? Entitled, ignorant, take it for granted, arrogant. So, so then the only way to motivate myself to get myself back to enjoy my lifestyle, as they say, I had to sabotage. So then, of course, the cheat day. So then, ooh, the fun. And then have those five pints. And uh, then chocolate and stuff like that but somehow i had to weigh on the scale the next day because i thought i was gonna i was gonna get away with it because i felt so hot from the thermic effect i felt everything is gonna go up in in uh heat you know the energy from the digestion oh i was so hot and um and thirsty but since it was liquid and ice cream it kind of, kind of melted out, right? So when I was on the scale then, I stepped on it and I was so happy because I lost weight. Woo-hoo! Oh, I made it. I was so happy, you know, and I planned for the next one. I couldn't believe it. Finally, I believed so hard in this, that food, once you eat it in a cheat day, ah, it's just going to not affect you at all. So I was so happy. But then, two days later, I noticed I'm just super fat around my belly. The thick skin, not the loose Not the runny nose skin, not the natural of I have to gain a little bit fat because otherwise I have no energy to build muscle. It would be ridiculous to think that to stay shredded without anything fluctuating to look you fatter is going to be a problem. It's going to (laughs) be why you're never going to be strong enough, energized enough because you're always trying to stay lean. That's what I did my whole career. Never worked the way, so I always ended up overeating, and then I had to work it off, so there you go. That you just gonna be tired because you're gonna be like me, can't control the appetite. Now you have to keep on training. Now you're gonna be exhausted. And now, so now imagine if that is your life now, and you're gonna also try to build, but you don't even want to fuel up to build because you're always on a trying to fix the damn right? So then, two days later, I accumulated, and so now that fat has gone to me. And then it went up on the scale, and that was not water. So I was really, really kind of, I got it served there. <laughs> that just because it doesn't accumulate right away, doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. So think about that now when you believe it's at the scale. No, it's just going to be a little bit more delayed. You might have that shock, and then all of a sudden the ice cream came back. But you know what I wonder? I wonder... How come it's like, I think I have never heard someone who is a fitness person or trying to get fit, who can say that, yeah, I had those five pounds, no, five pints of ice cream too. That was like typical. I never hear that because apparently everyone tries to hide. Or I think that, am I the only one who have many times eaten five pints of ice cream just as a part of a cheat day in fitness? Because I just think like, I really want to know because I think it's really interesting to see how much junk do people who have cheat days eat? I think it's really interesting because it's different to people who eat it every day because the people who eat it every day tend to eat kind of little because they get fat because the calories is so high. But they don't really have the big appetite because they don't have the urgency to want to eat because they never try to not eat. So that is what happens when you're trying to get lean. Suddenly you change the tone when you have a mood for food, you just don't go and eat anymore, and that becomes the fight. <laughs> it's just just getting started, right? You bother like, wait, what? We didn't sign up for this. It's important to understand that if now when you think about the big hunger, think about my big hunger then here, eating five pints of ice cream. How that wouldn't work with my lifestyle. I would always have to be in fat loss mode. I could never have refeeds. Because if I eat more every day. The refeeds. thermogenic effect. It's metabolic boosting effect. It's energy. The good food. The good mood effect. Everything reverts back to great happy day. After like a recession. So now it's like good economy. You feel it. But that... You know, that also means that there's no shortage of calories, shortage of energy. So that means you're not going to have the same appetite, but you're also not going to have the same shock on your metabolism when you do overeat because that is the only thing when it happens. Like when you have those swings of good calories versus, you know, a deficit, de-feed versus refeed, but it's not the same as junk. So the first thing you do when you're going to get leaner is to get yourself on a defeed to refeed you know, get lean routine so you have enough diet, diet days in a row. That is how you build up to actually build burn fat. And then when you get lean, so you notice now you can schedule your refeed. And then you start the whole pattern of after refeed, go back to defeed. And then take note about the appetite, the hunger, your body, how you feel. And then make a note of when you notice you're getting hungrier and hungrier and now it's danger zone now make a note of that and then make that the interval to look at how long does that take before the next hunger pang now you are practicing to see when do i need to eat and when can i skip so i can have more calories later how can i make my life easy so i don't have to be meal prep all time long because there's no need because the meal prep is just make sure you don't get in trouble but if you don't need the meal prep as much because you just know yourself how to do it, what to do, you can simplify a lot. And that's how you keep yourself in the game. Because I know that I have no interest to, to do more prep than I want because I just kind of don't want to. I get so overwhelmed when I see people's kitchens filled with stuff all over and they I like, oh, I don't even want to think about the cleaning up. I'm very kind of you know, uh, particular about that. So. It's up to know how much time do you want to spend on fitness life in your life. Set the routine, practice, and adjust as needed. But if you think that this hunger thing can not, never be you know, solved, or you believe that somehow, you know, you listen to me how much I can eat if I do, if I chose that. Now think about yourself. Like, Why do you think it should be? That is something wrong that, or weird. You just have to know you cannot go to eat like that without the consequence. That's why I don't. I love ice cream. I just don't want it enough to have the consequence. And for me, I just don't have any enough love for ice cream to want a portion. But if I, wa- if I, if I wanted it, that, was, that would be the only way I can. So there you go that I can have anything I want as much as I want, anytime I want, because that's a principle for feeling free. But if I forget what I want and then live in the moment and do like everyone else, I'm average. I'm not a beyond human person who wants to be my best. So that's what I know. And for me, wanting junk, wanting to be typical average, just symbolizes everything I don't want to be anymore. So it's really easy for me to say, I don't want to be part of it. To see the effect on people, to see how it breaks up lives, and how the whole industry doesn't even care enough, because it's always more interesting to make money off people in making them destroyed, right? That it's really important for me to get this out there, that, you know, hey, I know how you can eat. You just don't, don't be shamed, but you got to be honest, because I really want all my clients to know how it can be, and so you don't get to think from some other coach that, well, that's not realistic. Like, I just have to know to tell you the reality of fitness life the way it is when you stay lean for life. And I don't know many who do that, who are not natural like that. When you're born without ever having to think about a diet, you don't understand people who, you're like, why don't they just eat less? That is the the, the kind of comment that, you know, that is a fool who's never had to watch what they eat ever. So that's kind of sad, right? They will never be strong around food. Once they need to go on a diet, that's like every woman who had a perfect little body when she was 20. When now she's 50 and she's mad because she never trained to keep herself in check, then that is just a new kind of project. But hey, some people start early and people don't. I've been on a diet all my life (laughs) as a kid. So I'm so happy. I feel so free. I love my diet. And I don't want to have anything that I used to just wish and crave. So things always evolve if you want to. But it's definitely an acquired taste. So think about that. You, once, you get out of it, why do you want to keep on going back? So think about that. Your relationship with yourself is worth it all. Not do junk. Don't be a junk person for yourself who lives one life like a one-night stand and then you wonder why your marriage is breaking apart. Think like that about yourself. Don't break your marriage to yourself apart with one-night stands.